So you've been in the same role for years now and it's getting to be quite a bore. But your manager doesn't trust you to do a bigger job and neither are they willing to let you move to something else because now you're too critical to the team. Yeah, I know it sucks. Who wants to be doing the same thing forever? Should you fight for a promotion? But what if that makes you look bad? Or should you just find another job and leave? But you have friends here. Isn't there another way? Hi there. My name is Amit Ray and over a 20 year career, I've had the privilege of working in dozens of roles across a variety of companies. During this time, I've managed or worked with literally hundreds of smart, talented people and developed a pretty good behind the scenes understanding of what it takes to succeed in the corporate world. Through this show, I hope to share those learnings so you can accelerate your career, land great opportunities and become a highly valued professional. And just before we begin, a quick reminder that notes and resources related to this episode are linked in the episode summary. So feel free to just listen in for now and click through later for a recap if you need one. If you have questions, you can always leave them as comments on the notes page and I'll respond to you directly. It's the eternal dilemma. Companies want you to prove you can do bigger things before they let you take on an expanded scope and definitely before they promote you. But how do you prove you can take on this larger scope without an opportunity? Well, first of all, there's the time-tested way of doing this, something your HR or manager will almost certainly tell you to do, which is to take some training or to do an online course. Most companies have access to pretty decent training programs and you could definitely use them. Or perhaps they might even be willing to pay for you to do a course online. Or if you're desperate, uh, motivated enough, you might just pay for it yourself. This is actually not a bad idea and concept. Training after all does help you learn new things in a structured manner, potentially avoiding mistakes you might make learning on the job. The key issue though is that most corporate training focuses on soft skills like communication or people management, whereas your issue is likely to be unfamiliarity with hard skills like sales or project management that may be necessary for you to take on the wider scope. And external training to get good at things like these hard skills take months, not the two days you're likely to be able to take off to learn something new. Worst of all, even if you did manage to take some training in your spare time and you came back to your manager with this shiny new certification, they still might not trust you to do the job over someone with proven experience. In other words, you could get a cert but no certainty. The other way to expand your horizons without quitting your company is to interview internally with other teams. This gives you the opportunity to do something truly new and leave your old job behind, which is a fantastic way to build skills and expand your resume. If this kind of move is encouraged at your workplace, I would completely and wholeheartedly recommend this as the best option. Unfortunately, a few things usually come into play. In many places, internal movements require the explicit consent of the releasing manager. 
and which manager wants to release their backbone employee the one who's been around for years and can do the job in their sleep and even in those places where there is no such need the hiring manager will at least want to check in to get some informal feedback and that's when your manager could still try to block or delay the move last and possibly most problematic for the same reasons that your manager is not giving you a wider role the hiring manager might also prefer to bring in someone with proven expertise from outside rather than giving you a chance which defeats the whole purpose of even trying to make such a move this last issue is one of the main reasons actually why internal mobility programs often don't work well but that's a subject of another episode luckily there's a third way and i think it should work quite well for almost everyone but then if i share that secret with you right away then this podcast will end up being really short and what's the point of that my sponsors want roi or at least i think they would if i had any sponsors hmm and you're probably listening at 1.5 speed anyway so i'm sure you won't mind this little anecdote to illustrate so this was back in 2003 ish when i was a project manager with an indian software services company part of my job was to help our sales teams respond to rfps uh, or uh, you know request for proposal where large enterprises would issue massive telephone directory size documents with all of their requirements from the the software that they were looking for and then we had to reply to their requirements with what our software could do propose price a timeline for implementation etc and uh, okay actually i just realized that hardly anybody listening to this show knows what a telephone directory is now anyway so it was just uh, this massive document uh, think of it as uh, the size of whatever is the thickest paperback book you've ever seen so anyway so we'd respond to these things and over time i got pretty good at writing the responses in a manner that was factually correct but also salesy enough to get clients interested so our sales teams started involving me more in those responses till we reached a point where i would write almost all of the response and then they would focus on the commercials and then they started having me participate in calls and meetings to strategize our responses and eventually even to directly join meetings with the client because it was just so much easier to close deals by bringing in someone more technically oriented than they could do just by themselves which was great for them since they ended up you know closing more deals and they made more commission and it was great for me because i was learning a whole new thing in a relatively safe environment and as time went on i took on more of that kind of work and expanded my scope beyond project management to also do what was called pre-sales which eventually led to a full-time sales role but luckily for those of you who are still listening on 1x speed and not 1.5x that's a story for another day so anyway did you get what i'm trying to say the secret to getting more scope is just to take it why ask for permission when there's tons of work and not enough people to do it all look around for an interesting looking job that needs doing or where the person in charge is struggling to get it all done and then offer to help out so you can create a win-win for your colleague and for yourself but of course 
you can't just roam around picking up bits of work here and there so how do you do it properly here are some ground rules you could follow number 1 make your motivations clear to your colleague so they don't think you're just barging into their world you're there to learn and expand your capabilities by helping them with their excess work and that's how you position it for them number 2 work with your colleague to carve out a piece of work that you can own semi independently of course it can't be their core job because then what would they do it should be something secondary or lower priority but on the other hand it can't just be some mishmash of things that they don't want to do it needs to be an independent piece that's well defined with clear expectations and outcomes number 3 plan it so your main work does not suffer you're the one trying to take this stretch assignment so it's on you to make sure both your work as well as this new project get done properly if needed put in the extra time number 4 once you have a plan and an understanding between you and your colleague make sure your manager and your colleague's manager both know this is happening and what they should expect in particular your colleague's manager should be clear about whom to hold accountable for this part of the work and last number 5 once you're in you're in treat the work like it's your own and make sure you put in your best effort your colleague is trusting you to deliver so even if it feels like too much at any point you've got to keep going otherwise you not only let your colleague down you also show yourself in poor light and reinforce the impression that you can't be trusted to do anything more than your regular day job so that's it in a nutshell if you want to take on a broader scope you can go with the tried and tested options take some training or get a certification or try to move to another role within your company or if those aren't working and our little job talk has you all fired up look around for a job that needs doing and fill it the secret to getting more scope is just to take it all right folks thank you for listening today may i please request you to subscribe and share today's job talk with other colleagues who might be feeling a little stuck in their jobs show notes are linked in the episode description in case you need a little reminder of the key points later see you later and for my indonesian friends in particular sampai jumpa lagi i hope i got that right this was amit with job talk see you next time